0: This is a, a first-time idea, really. So, the idea of this was born a few years ago. This has been gestating for gestating for a few years. So, many of you don't. Some, most of you or a lot of you know who Duncan is. <laughs> Who doesn't know who Duncan is? Okay. It seems like 50-50, Duncan.
1: Not bad. Yeah.
0: So, was it three years ago? Is it that long ago?
1: I, I think it was a little longer than that.
0: Really? I get a, an email from someone named Duncan Trussell, who says, I am a, both a stand-up comedian in L.A., and I have a podcast. And uh, I love Ramdas. Basically, you should be doing podcasts. You have all of these great talks from Ramdas. You should just introduce them, and uh, you'll be surprised what happens next. Right? At the same time, Ramdas and I were talking about just having a chat one day, and uh, I was kind of saying. Is there anything you think that we should be doing? And the foundation, which is dedicated, Love Server Member Foundation, dedicated to the uh, continuation and preservation of teachings of Maharaji and Ramdas and and other friends that we've had as part of our family for decades. And he said, it would be great if this, because uh, we are obviously in this age of technology. If we can make this available in the, uh, to a, the next generation, that would make me happy. And I said, well, that's exactly what I've been thinking as well. So let's see what happens. And right around there is when Duncan gave me that, uh, sent me that email. And that started a, 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 a progression of different people and lent their hands to get this, everything that Ramdas and has been representing and, others of us for all of these years to make it available to the point where i was in dinner line yesterday and uh, bumped into a couple of young women and i said how did you get here and they went duncan and uh, who had never met them and i introduced them to duncan and then to ramdas and i said finally here's living proof of the <laughs> fact that this is all now getting out to a, a new generation, so we thank you really for <laughs> <up>. <laughs> <My pleasure. laughs> and uh, there is interesting parallels here that I want to bring up um, uh, related to our cultivating the courage <clears throat> to love and uh, when Ramdas first came back from India, and you talked about it yesterday, uh, about how Maharaji, in that moment, around your mother and the uh, non-judgment and the unconditional love that you experienced, you were able to love yourself, really, for for the first time in a way that you had not before. And what my experience was after you came back from india and started uh, talking in public was a level of honesty that uh, i had not heard before from anybody and uh, a vulnerability and a sharing of of that vulnerability that that such a, a powerful word and full of meaning that we actually I felt like I could breathe for the first time in hearing those first talks and then hearing you in person. And uh, in a very interesting... So I want you to talk about that. And the parallel is here with Duncan, when he talks, uh, when he does his podcast, what's endearing him to people is both his connection. I mean, he just doesn't stop talking about you and the teachings and so on. But it, what's endearing him is that he is not afraid to talk about his own shortcomings and so on, so people feel connected. So there is a, a wonderful connection between all those years ago, all the way to this moment. But Ramdas, can you talk about vulnerability and honesty as a critical to being able to, uh, as part of this concept of courage? to be able to look at ourselves.
2: Maharaji, said to me, like, as I told you yesterday, love everybody, but then, uh, uh, then he said, "Love everybody and tell the truth. Love everybody and tell the truth." And my life was <coughs> continually white lies. For example, we at the Millbrook, we, um, no, it was Millbrook, Newton. Um, We had a Saturday night LSD party. And then on Wednesday, Monday, I was to lecture in uh, at harvard and yet i can't i can't tell the students what happened 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 on saturday night and to the students, I was giving them lies because I was teaching psychology, <laughs> and I knew that that was all oh, just horrible. <laughs> horrible. And I was just fitting in to my life, not making waves and uh, lies, 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 lies. That airplane is my karma because the years I, when my little plane, I stalled and uh, acrobatics over a residential area.
0: <laughs> now they <that>, ah <laughs> and you were on acid too, too.
2: <laughs> we don't talk about that <laughs> it's it's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Ah. when i came back from india i met i had met maharaji and i come back to the west and Maharajri was a a jewel that I had, a jewel to share, share. And you know, I remember, the Maharajis don't tell anybody. But then I couldn't, I could not tell everybody because it was, this was, this was, to my thinking, he was an evolution for mankind. and yet we were einstein and lincoln but we didn't we didn't know the real thing the real thing the, the real and i wanted to tell tell it as purely as I could, purely as I could. That's every, every uh, ash in my body. All of it, because when I came to Maharaji, I I was a Buddhist. (laughs) Cheese, <laughs> and I wanted only, you know, my, um, those Hindus. My God, uh, they—they loud music from and poster art. and uh, so many and goddesses and stones that represented uh, and here i was a jew and you know we don't have stones in the bible we don't have stones <laughs> <laughs> craving images yeah and uh, and yet i wanted to instead uh, i i wanted to tell the audience what i had going and the land rover and all of that stuff and i wanted didn't want to a guru and maharaji i don't know he was a a, an interesting man and but then i came to I came to him uh, and his love and his love for me All my Meshugana stuff That's Sanskrit (laughs) But when Ragu was talking about those days, I couldn't stop, stop speaking truth. I couldn't stop speaking truth. Speak because the, the subject matter demanded it. <laughs> demanded it. those days everybody was turned on by that 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 message and people would say to me you you're you're truthful it's we we can't it's just i had been in a village village in india Where people were were identifying with their souls, and then their roles are, and then they came back from, back from India, and came back, and boy. New York, I was rolls, rolls, rolls. Rolls. And in rolls, everything, everybody can work with the truth. But once you start to go over the edge of into states of consciousness so where you come to come to soul land truth gets you so close to god so close to god But then they'd say, "Oh, you're so wonderful! You're, you're truth, and I, I wanted to stop, stop, stop feeding my in my ego. Don't give me no, oh, no, that, that, that." And every time. I spoke truth, it, it it lit the spark, and that spark, everybody gets it, it like that. Truth lights that spark.
0: What strikes me is from being in that audience way back when was and I think of it now, and you mentioned it, is the caring, that that you cared. You were able to tell the truth. You cared so much. And the courage to care, in this case, came from that experience with Maharaji. And we felt that. And we were lit up. Absolutely lit up. So that caring coming from there, I think that's a big deal related to courage and uh so yes please
1: can i tell the truth real quick
0: <laughs> okay <laughs> don't go too far now
1: truth. Uh, i am terrified of you that's the truth i i i is as, as i you know you invited me to do yeah. this to come here and do this many many months ago and uh, I've been nervous ever since. And, you know, yesterday you said that you don't have any... I <laughs> know! <laughs> yesterday you said you, you don't have any regrets in life. And I was thinking, well, he's about to have one, letting me be up here on stage. <laughs> but... Uh, I, I, <laughs> I was thinking, uh, you know, as I was thinking about this, about being up here with you and getting to chat with you and Raghu, I realized that the way I feel about you is the exact way that I feel about love, which is that it's terrifying. I don't feel like I deserve it, but I desperately want it in my life. And I think that's the way that I feel about you, Ram <laughs> <laughs> So,
2: So,
1: uh, one question that uh, I had for you.
0: And by the way, I've
1: been torturing my girlfriend, saying, well, what about this question for him? She's like, no, (laughs) no, don't ask him that. That's ridiculous. The question
2: is,
1: (laughs) how do we love the part of ourselves that hates ourselves? How do we love the part of ourself that says to us in the midst of the great mushroom trip where the universe is saying to you, I love you, I love you, I love you. And you say to the universe, you couldn't possibly love me. No, no, you're in a sort of boxing match with love. How do you love that resisting part of yourself? How do you let yourself love that thing which seems to be creating a barrier between... Suffering and grace. Well, uh,
2: that thing is is a thought. A thought. I'm unlovable, uh, or any, anything around. And when I
1: my,
2: my thinking apparatus spews out. Thoughts. Uh, they'll get thought. One, I'm, um, I'm not worthy. When I, when I do these, this kind of thing. Uh, that thought is. What am I doing here? That's the first thought that I can't. What am I doing here? And then I say, well, let me find out. So. Now, this is a it's a little complicated. but
0: I, I,
2: I'm finding out going, but that is not. I down here. And then the, the soul witnesses the incarnation and witnesses your thoughts. So it's you're witnessing the thought. The thought. From the from from the soul, that thought is not going to get me to God. And then from from my from my soul. i i love that thought i love that thought i mean that's that's a like yeah i love that thought. i love that thought and th- then if it's a real bad thought, I love it to death <laughs> cool.
1: Is that it's wonderful? Thank you.
0: Meanwhile, you can get up on your podcast and you're speaking to your audience, which is considerable, and they have a, a certain level of trust with you. So there's a place where that trust has to be with yourself as well. Talk about how you that trust talk about trust, trust you. Yeah,
1: well, you know, that's a um, that's another thing. You know, I this story, the beautiful story of you meeting Maharaji, and the uh, one of the first things, if not the very first thing he said to you, was he asked you for that Land Rover. Uh, And I think about that all the time. Because as far as I'm aware, you never say if you actually gave it to him or not. <laughs> did you Did you give him the car?
2: <laughs> no, it was I was just uh, caretaking for that car for a, a, another, uh, his friend. Yeah. Uh, and so I, so the fellow who who I was with, who brought me to Maharaji, when Maharaji said, could I have the, the land brother This fellow, jumped up and said, you can have it, Maharaji. And I I fumed, I fumed. I was taking David's car. Oh, (laughs) Jesus, this is going to be bad. uh, Now, the thing that Maharaji said, meditate at the temple. And I was just meditating in the temple for a long period. And um, I, I was in the temple and there was a cook and there was a pujari in the temple and me. And they spoke only Hindi and I didn't speak Hindi and I was just really meditating and I was I heard a commotion outside and I looked in the window and there was the fellow he was he was driving the Land Rover and Maharaji was in it. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: uh, he got the car. <laughs> <laughs> he, got, <laughs> he got the car.
1: <laughs> well, th- 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 to answer your question, uh, I think about this the trust. And I think about the trust it must have taken you to... Uh, <laughs> surrendered completely to Maharaji. I think about that leap of faith. To me, that seems like you had to take this dive into a singularity where you don't know what's going to happen after you make that jump. And I feel as though I'm perpetually on the precipice of making that jump. That idea of diving into whatever that is, and and people like you, the mystics, they say, this is an ocean of love. Jump in. It's so wonderful. It's so wonderful. But for people like us, the neurotics, we we make a house on the very edge of the diving board. And we... (laughs) And that's where we spend our lives. (laughs) Listening to people like you call down call up from the ocean saying I'm not kidding it's great take the jump
2: <laughs>
1: so <clears throat> the trust is a is an issue for me you know because I I think that that you you're inviting all of us in a certain way to die and it's a it's a terrifying thing and I always wonder about what was the last thought in your mind before you took that leap what was that Final thought before you dove into that seat?
2: Well, (laughs) funny that you should choose that metaphor. Internally, I am ego one level, like this level, and then the soul level, and then the one level. And now, in my inner blob, I went went to go from soul level to one, which the way he he is now uh, that that metaphor you go up to hop on the beach you go to the ocean and then you put your shoes down because they're, they're going to get wet and then you're going to put an ego down That that's going to be probably wet <laughs> and then you're going to dive That metaphor makes the thing. I'm so diving. Wow. Oh. But I can't. In in that metaphor, I can't. So I go. I say, you go from soul to to one. The the veil. Is the it, it's thin veil, thin veil, and you go to through the veil, and I figured, aha, thin veil, and I have to go, yeah. and it, it reminded me of our psychedelic. Uh, history and I uh, go from one plane to another plane to another plane which many of us have that uh, uh, going to astral plane and soul plane and what. so the planes between the planes is Film, film, film. It's not. It's nice. It's nice. And I've got now the another image that these these planes. These I'm talking three planes. There are more than, there are many planes, but the ego plane, the soul plane, which is individual soul, and then the one plane. And these are coming, that's what, from ego. If you look at us, when we get to the inner, inner consciousness, which, when we call I, that's the one. That's the one. And then the one the, the energy and the and the love and the light from the one goes down through the soul to the ego goes goes that way and we are in it all we're in all those we're in all those planes we're in a, uh, we are in all those planes. Every one of us. So when somebody says, like, some person gets, finds themselves in the one plane, interpreted the wrong way. Uh-huh. I want to give you the little story. My brother thought he was Christ. And as Christ, he stole a a car. (laughs) And uh, they put him away. Uh, who, my father put him away. And so I came to visit him in the mental hospital. And he said, I want to s- tell you something. Here, this is funny. The, the the mental hospital. My brother is in a a, a navy sh- uh, suit, and tie and stuff. I'm beads, and I am Alfie which is which is um, a piece of cloth um, like a. Mau, 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 Mau you know, mu mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, so I come into the hospital, and we stand in the hallway, and he says, "I uh, I want to tell you something. I'm not telling mum, uh, but, but I'll tell you." And he said, I'm the Christ. And I said, well, so am I. (laughs) (laughs) And he said, no, you don't understand. (laughs) That was his paranoia that he was trapped in the the, the, the the inside he was interpreting that only he he was the one. Every one of us all of these planes of consciousness So all I have to do is Close my eyes Or Or to Ram, and I'll get, I'll get to the the point inside. Doesn't take big jump. All of us can do it. All of us can do it. Am I making myself clear? Yes yes. It
0: <laughs> yes
1: Thank you so much
0: It connects with the points of practice, creating pathways and in our certainly what we were given in India was the repetition of the name, and particularly the Hanuman chalisa, which incredibly has spread throughout this country many 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 people now know it and it's very difficult as you know so um, i think that that uh, that alongside of a basic trust in our experience and and for me i go back to the very beginning of of sitting in a talk and uh, hearing ramdas talk about His experience in India with Maharaji, but it wasn't, it was in between the words that the trust happened. And I felt connected in a way that I didn't even, I couldn't understand intellectually. Uh, The closest I could get to it was a psychedelic experience because that was beyond thinking. Um, And that's why I'm saying you absolutely. Have that trust because I heard it when you first got in touch with me. Basically, it was the same thing that I had. It was a love of uh, Ramdas and what that energy. And I did the same thing you did, which is really funny. I had, uh, you know, a fifty thousand watt rock uh, rock and roll station that I I took the first lecture I had. I put it right up there. And the switchboard lit up, people went crazy. And then I just kept putting it out. You're, every podcast, you're not everyone, I'm sure, but a lot of them, you are engaging your uh, audience that way. So you have that basic trust.
1: That actually, what you're saying, talking, well, that thing where, you know, why did I email you? Was it yeah. trust? Oh, I wish it were something as noble as trust. It was. Pure abject depression. I was in a basement. I was uh, a basement. In, in, literally in a basement. I was, you know, at the end of a relationship. She was living upstairs. I was living in the basement, playing video games and smoking marijuana nonstop, just trying to forget everything. And I'm sitting there in this miasma, uh, just sick. And I thought, uh, you know what? I'm just going to email Ramdas and see if he needs any help. <laughs> I should help at all. <laughs> uh, but it wasn't.
2: I, I don't have any pot. <laughs>
1: I don't believe you. <laughs> but when you consider you know what 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 really made me do that uh i don't know and that and that brings me to to a question that i had for ramdas which is um you know you you wrote be here now and that book is kind of the opposite of an atomic bomb. It exploded into our culture. And so many people I've spoken with have said that that is the spark that set them on their spiritual path. And we, I don't think that you can calculate how many lives have been changed from the courage you had to come back to the United States, wear a muumuu and write that book. We,
2: but now, the book is just shows how how that courage comes. When I c- come over from India, um, said goodbye to Maharaji. To uh, then was going to go. Um, he said I should stay in the West for two years. He told me. My name was Ramdas, yeah, and he told me, I have an Asherbad for your book. Asherbad means blessing. And I said, What book? And I came back to New York and I went to, New, to uh, told the publishers and tried to say, I, I, I'm, I'm writing a book about India. And they weren't buying it for me or anything. And I, so I thought, well, that that isn't his book. That isn't his book. That must not be the book. He. So then around, around then people like him came up in the lectures in New York and. Uh, uh, Wesleyan and uh, Pennsylvania, and they all said, "Oh, that! Oh, that! Wow! Maybe we." And uh, there was a woman in the audience. In the audience, uh, she was a uh, court stenographer. And she wanted, she was writing my message. She just did it for just this. And then she came to me and said, What do I, it was all typed, it typed in uh, a big stack of stack of papers she said what shall I do with them I said well put it in the trunk of my car so she put it in the trunk of my car and I I had um, uh, a gig a gig out at uh, Esalen so I crossed the country and I got to Eslin, and they said, "Well, you want to sleep with somewhere. This is um he uh, live they have a room, livetros. So this fellow Livetrail, he goes to take my bag out of the back of the car. And she, he says, what is that? And I said, well, uh, d- 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 a woman, to try, da, 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 she, He said, well, gee, the, I, I'm a writer, but he was a gardener at, at Esalen, but he was a writer. A writer. And he said, I'd like to take know, uh, look at that. So he, he, he look, I, I marked it. Uh, I marked it. Good uh, stories and the really good stories. Okay. So n- n- now I was traveling to a uh, Lama Foundation in New Mexico. And it's a wonderful, wonderful foundation. And it's uh, it's up in the mountains. And uh, Sufi Sam is buried there. And it's been, he, they've been American Indian uh, uh, vice to this, and um when i got up there uh, steve who was, who uh who ran lama he was picking my bag out and he said what's that <laughs> and i that, uh 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 that's maharaji and they had, I don't know, five or seven, five or six artists staying there, staying there. And while we were every supper supper, we'd read the story. And an artist said, "I'll take that one. I'll take that one. I'll take that one." And that was the. That that's the beginning of it. So cool. And who and who's, who, wrote, who wrote it? You
0: know. <laughs> I want to switch gears a little bit uh, and talk about uh, what I think is really important relative to our subject matter: courage, cultivation of, and that is uh, service. And I want you, you, to tell the story of how you thought one day, I've got to do something. I've got to take a little bit of social action, feeding people.
1: The backpack thing? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, cool. Uh, well, this is actually, a, happened because of Twitter. Uh, somebody tweeted this link to a, um, to a it was just a, a, a couple sweet couple and they were saying here's something you can do uh if you want to which is you you get a backpack and uh you go to the grocery store and you uh, you put into the backpack the stuff that you would like to have in a backpack if you were homeless and so you put this stuff into the backpack toothpaste uh whatever you want it doesn't have to be like you know anything noble you can put a, a magazine or something you know whatever you want anything you want good music if you want it. something to listen to, to to it with too hopefully but you put whatever you want into this backpack you pick the budget that you want and you get a bunch of these backpacks and um put them in the trunk of your car so that when you're driving around if you pass somebody who's on the street you just stop the car and you give them this backpack and uh, I remember seeing that YouTube video and thinking, wow, that's crazy. That is crazy. What if I actually did that? Like, how weird would that be if I did that? Instead of just watching videos and, like, on to the next video of possible good things I could do in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I've been looking at those videos for years. So I went and uh, I, got, I got one of these backpacks. I, I filled up a backpack with stuff, peanut butter, just various things. And it's really transforms your day or whatever you're doing, you know, because most of the time when I'm driving around, I'm trying to get from point A to point B to serve myself for some reason. You know, I'm going to get a coffee or I'm going to do some kind of work. I'm going to do something. But if suddenly your whole life you've been going from point A to point B to do something for yourself and you're going from point A to point B to do something for somebody else, you are in a different universe. That's a different plane altogether. Everything changes immediately in the most drastic way. It was really, if this probably just illuminates how selfish I am, because this is like a brand new feeling for me. But uh, you know, I remember seeing this guy on on the street, and and, and he's like obviously homeless, and so I stop my car, I get the backpack, and I'm walking behind a businessman who's got an empty starbucks cup with just some ice in it i'm walking behind this businessman and he walks by this homeless guy and literally shoves an empty starbucks cup into the guy's hand and just keeps walking and i'm thinking i just witnessed satan my god it's actually real there's evil in the world like people really do that uh and so right after this guy shoves this cup into his hand, I get to give him a backpack filled with food, filled with stuff, you know. And because you see the look on his face, just this was probably the seventh businessman that given him an empty cup that day. You could see how depressing it was. You give him a backpack. And I walked. I don't, didn't even know where I was going. I just feel so weird to do this stuff. I, I walked away. And then as I'm walking back, he's eating and he's feeding a uh, peanut butter to the dog to his dog and the dog's tail is wagging and the it's just this beautiful day and it's like this is paradise like my my universe just turned into heaven in this one flickering moment and uh i think that uh what's really interesting about it and i guess this is, i hope this is why you're asking me the question is the where i learned to do that is from the internet you know that came from the internet you know that came from the internet and uh, what's really exciting about what you've done, Ramdas and uh, Maharaji, and the thing that really blows my mind is that uh, this, this man in a blanket, the Kanchi Valley, right? Kanchi Valley. Which to me, I don't, I don't know where that is, but this man in a blanket <laughs> <laughs> comes into contact with you tells you, keep your mouth shut, don't tell anybody. You come to the United States and tell everybody, and now technology is amplifying what you're doing so that this human has created a a ripple that is not just echoing, but is amplifying itself. It's exponentially amplifying itself and instantaneously spreading uh, around the planet, which to me is pretty mind-blowing to think that it all started with an Indian man telling a Jew to keep a secret. (laughs) That's wild.
0: That wasn't quite what I had in mind. I was thinking about what you... You started out great on that one. <laughs> Sorry! You stopped being... The self-referential stuff kind of stopped in Sorry. your... Right? That's what I was getting at. Uh,
2: <laughs> I,
0: I, uh, I want to read something. I, I found something from someone... Very close to Ramdas, and many of us, who Ramdas has done a lot of work with, his name is Stephen Levine, and uh, it's this—it's a poetry book that he's done called *Breaking the Drought*, which is fantastic, by the way. Um, and this one particular uh, poem that really struck me, because it—it seems to be. Uh, really directly related with uh, Roshi's subject here, Courage to Love. And uh, I'd just like to read it. It's very brief. It's called, If Prayer Would Do It. If prayer would do it, I'd pray. If reading esteemed thinkers would do it, I'd be halfway through the patriarchs. If discourse would do it, I'd be sitting with his holiness every moment he has free. If contemplation would do it, I'd have translated the periodic table to hermit poems, converting matter to spirit. If even fighting would do it, I'd already be a black belt. If anything, other than love, could do it. I've done it already and left the hardest for last. (laughs) Isn't that great? Beautiful. And and really that uh, people, uh, I remember Sharon Salzberg being here once and talking about love and, and she said, yeah, people think that's a weak thing. You know, and they have the relationship that many people have to love as something that is lesser than power for sure in this culture, so I love this poem i got yes. a love
1: can I read a poem? Yes, I have a love poem. I wanted to read to your own absolutely song. um I have it on my phone here. I didn't write it. My God, that'd be embarrassing if I did um, This is a poem this reminds me of you. It's called The Word, it's by Tony Hoagland. One of my friends is an English professor, so he sent me this. I wish I was someone who had like a reservoir of poetry that I could draw from. Down near the bottom of the crossed out list of things you have to do today, between green thread and broccoli, you find that you have penciled sunlight. Resting on the page, the word is beautiful. It touches you as if you had a friend, and sunlight were a present he had sent from some place distant as this morning to cheer you up and to remind you that among your duties, pleasure is a thing that also needs accomplishing. Do you remember that time and light are kinds of love, and love is no less practical than a coffee grinder or a safe spare tire? Tomorrow, You may be utterly without a clue, but today you get a telegram from the heart in exile proclaiming that the kingdom still exists, the king and queen alive, still speaking to their children, to anyone among them who can find the time to sit out in the sun and listen. Lovely. That's Nice. nice. That's nice. Thanks.
0: At this point, I'd like to prevail upon you, Ramdas, to uh, lead us in a meditation on love. So we leave it with you, please.
2: (coughs) Uh, We are Immersed in love. Outside and inside. And you can radiate love from your inside to all of us, to the planet, to the universe. Every one of us counts in this effort. The love inside is radiated outside. Love yourself and love the universe. The one inside of all of us is love. We each translate it, translate that love according to our lives. No matter how thick is the filter of your karma, you radiate the love of the one. Now, let us a group effort to love our planet. And love itself. We are love. We are. We are. be love, be love. Namaste.